Hey, Cree, got your coffee? Got it, Kate. Awesome. Let's go. How's it going? Happy Monday. It's snowing. I know. I know. It's officially That's how it's here. Going. <laughs> I no, jinxed I mean, it. How? Because last week I had said how great our fall weather had been and that because it was November and we had yet to see, and I wouldn't say the S word, but we had yet to see it so far and then it happened. So well, I jinxed it. No, you didn't. It's just November. Yeah. I think if you had said that in October, that would have been a jinx, but November, all bets are off. True story. Is it sticking on the ground to you, by you? Cause it's not here. It's just, no. the ground isn't cold enough. It's just flurrying, which is yeah. fine. It's just annoying, you know, per use. How is it annoying when you don't have to drive in it and it's not sticking to the ground? If anything, it's better because it's there for the aesthetic, but it's not actually hurting anything. I mean, I'm not ready for the aesthetic. Wait until after Thanksgiving. You can aesthetically flurry all you'd like. I need some sunshine still. I'm not ready for the snow. That's all. Well, like you just said, it's November. I realize what it is. I'm just not ready for the snow. And I will never be ready for the snow because I don't like snow. Sure. I only like snow Christmas Eve, Christmas morning, flurry all you want to make it. Ooh, it's snowing. And then we're going to move on because I don't like it. It's cold. It's wet. It sticks to things. It makes my driving experiences not enjoyable. I do not like to ski or snowboard i will i may entertain a uh, tube if one comes into my life sometime don't see that happening <laughs> you, don't wanna, you don't want to build a snowman no it's cold it hurts everything hurts i was saying that in your frozen reference which i have yet to see i've still never seen frozen still breaks my heart that you've never seen that movie i've seen bits and pieces i put it on for jack once and he just wasn't into it so i just we didn't watch it but yeah still have never seen frozen you should watch it for yourself okay fine but then will you build will you build a snowman with me isn't that the whole thing do you want to build a snowman If you ever watch the movie, you will get the reference when I say, I've been trying to build a snowman with you my entire life, and you do not want to come out and play. (laughs) That's not true. Well, no, not ever, but it's just pretty funny. Just watch the movie. It's about sisters. I understand. And it's really funny because, you know, those movies are always have some sort of adult humor Mm -hmm. in there. One day, one day I shall watch it. Mm, probably not well one we said that one day you would read the book more than a body and did you do it i listened to it i finished it this morning but look at that you did it see there's hope for me if you can listen to a book in a week i mean yeah pretty big deal if you can listen to a book in a week that means that i can watch frozen who knows maybe i'll do it when we are done with this podcast yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, All um, there is hope in the world for everything. Exactly. All of your hopes possible. and dreams sure is. So how are you feeling after more than a body? So okay, if you don't so- know, I will say this. So- <laughs> Sorry. I was just going to say, so if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, I gave Kristen the assignment to read more than a body 
by Lindsay and Lexi Kites. They are twin sisters that are also psychiatrists and doctors of some sort. I'm not sure of their exact credentials, but I know that they have them. PhDs. PhDs. And they have started a whole basically like body positive body image movement. That's the only way that I can describe it. Their Instagram, I'm going to look it up right now. I want to say that it's like beauty redefined. Is body posity a word or did you just misspeak? I meant to say body positivity. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if that was the, you know, hashtag body <laughs> it's, positivity. It's <laughs> I don't know. Body positivity, body image, basically letting go of all of these societal pressures that are put onto women. That is the basic premise of the book. Yes, the book is all about how the world has marginalized, sexualized, and monetized the female body. Yes, which is all true. Oh, but that, yes. So for me, the (laughs) whole, me reading the book, I just was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know that everybody's judging you off of the way that you look. I know that the media is profiting off of the way that you look. We have been ingrained, you know, that we need to be smaller and we need to be thin, waxed, shiny hair, white teeth. Like I get all of those things. Mm -hmm. So it was a little boring for me to listen to the first couple of chapters because I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, however, I will say that I think somebody who's maybe like, 14 or just coming into their own and their body might benefit from this because I already, I know this. I'm almost absolutely right. I think it would be beneficial to them. Plus the fact that they are ingrained with way more social media these days than we were. But I, so I think like the overall premise of this book is good, but then there were some things where I was just kind of like, um, I don't know. And I'm still just kind of like, I don't know. I don't have, I have like literally, I just feel like I don't know about this book. I understand. And I agree. There were certain things, like you said, all of what they talked about, how the world has basically been pit against women, which yes, you, we all know that. Like we all know that they price things up because women are going to purchase it. They, we all know that women feel the pressure to be tiny skinny Botox like type things. But I think the things that like bothered me the most is that they kind of like put it out there that like, it's all society's fault, like that you can't think for yourself, Mm -hmm. like that you don't know how to have your own opinion. And that like, we want to lose weight because society is telling us to. And that part really kind of bothered me because I was like, I don't ever feel like I, and I don't know, maybe because I grew up overweight. So I never like, I don't know, like I didn't, I never looked at Christina Aguilera's tiny little body with her low rider jeans and been like, oh my God, like I'm a terrible human being because I don't look like that. I'm not saying that other people didn't feel that way. I know that there are definitely women at in our age or however old you are that they looked at somebody that's presented you know in as a celebrity and they looked at them and thought that they weren't as good because somebody else looked better basically but I don't know like I never I never had those feelings 
I never looked at a celebrity and was like, I want to be like them. And I'm a terrible human being because I'm not like, I'm, I just, I personally never experienced it. I think maybe because we've always been overweight and I mean, really overweight. We're not size 10. Well, I don't want to like anybody come at me, but like, I don't want like a normal human, like a normal human, like one of our cousins, one Mm -hmm. of our cousin's kids. I saw her at a party one day and she looked at her stuff. I mean, this girl is beautiful and thin and tiny and she's pointing at her stomach which she literally has none and I don't mean a little one I mean literally literally, this girl looks like she could be a runway model and saying she's fat Mm -hmm. that I have a problem with yes that is a problem normal sized people quote unquote normal healthy average sized women whatever you know what whatever well it's whatever the average size women and them looking at I don't know Kate Moss and thinking they're not skinny enough Mm -hmm. but for somebody like our cousin who is literally rail thin could be you said like a one-way model thinking she's fat that's a problem absolutely and I don't know where you know maybe that is media I mean I'm sure it is it's the world it's social media. media it's media it's how our mothers speak about their own bodies Correct. and I, and we're not throwing, but our whole entire women within our family, every single one of us has had body image issues and we're all trying a new different kind of diet. We're all complaining about the holiday weights. And if we cheated on this food this weekend, or if we cheated on our diet, every single one of us in our, all, every single one of us as an adult in our family is guilty of doing this. So saying those words affects those children and when their mothers or other family members around them take a look at themselves and say oh I feel so fat today that's exactly where the beautiful tiny model-like creature looks at her stomach and might have been a little bit bloated that day and says oh I feel fat today and automatically associating the word fat with being gross disgusting like unworthy etc but it is that part is awful because it's their the people that have around that are around them that are influencing them to feel that way about their body. But I don't know how it's still it. it's I think I think it is subconsciously mm-hmm. the media. Yeah, I don't think nobody ever came up to me and said, you're fat and you need to look this way. Mm-hmm. I just I mean being overweight is quote unquote unhealthy. Mm-hmm. We weren't normal. We weren't eating, you know, lean meats and vegetables. We were binge eating fast food, mm-hmm. you know? So in my head, that is not okay. Yeah. In the sense that it's not healthy. It's not good. We were, and it was affecting our mental states. So yeah, sure. I think the media subconsciously, but I don't think I was ever like, oh, I look terrible because of X woman. I think it was just because I'm overweight mm-hmm. and, and maybe because of the media overweight is not okay. I don't know. Yeah. I think I'm just having a problem with the fact of, I don't know, like, because I'm over, I felt like from this book, because I'm overweight, it's totally fine. I and there agree. were other and there were other things and it is fine if it's fine for you, you yes. know? Um, and there were a couple other things like these people going on, like 
mirror fasts where they didn't look in the mirror for 30 days. And I was like, what? I, I need to make sure that my hair is brushed to leave the house. You, like those kind of things. Yeah. Whereas they're telling people to try to not focus on your outward appearance, which absolutely your outward appearance shouldn't be everything. It shouldn't be your whole entire identity. It shouldn't be the equation of your worth, but telling people to do a mirror fast, but yet also reprimanding them for doing fast for food or Mm -hmm. telling themselves when to eat and what not to eat. Like, why is the mirror fast? Okay. But intermittent fasting isn't because that's restricting and you're following diet culture and you're doing like, there were, honestly, there were a lot of um, really contradictory statements, contradictive, contradictory statements that bothered me within the book as well. And I'm not, this isn't just a bash on the book. There were definitely some pieces that I found extremely beneficial, but there was something that really bothered me when they basically said, like, like how Kristen just said, like growing up overweight, we were equated to being unhealthy. I don't care who you are. There is scientific proof that if you hold a certain amount of weight on your body, that it's not going to be good for your bones, for your joints, for all of the things. Okay. Like I feel like we have to disclaimer everything. And that's what I also hate about (laughs) social media and society, but also she had made like a statement that like, how do I word this? I should have, I should have written it down, but it was basically along the lines that like healthy people get sick too. Like thin people get sick too. So worry, like putting that pressure on your weight, it doesn't matter what you do, no matter what you're going to get cancer, no matter what you're going to die. So you might as well live. And I was just kind of like, is that a joke? So you're basically telling people to just like YOLO and do what they want and not worry about their health because no matter what they do, they're fucked. Like that part really bothered me. But then when they did the chapter on health and fitness, that was the one that really struck home with me. And it was probably because it was something that I was already struggling with, with my weight and showing up on social media and the way that I was presenting it on social media. That part struck home with me and really helped me in the sense where I need to do what feels good to me and not what I want everybody else to see. Because this has been, I mean, social media and showing my quote unquote fitness journey for the last 10 years has been such a humongous part of my life to the point where it's become my job, which then turns into pressure of how am I going to change my body to show that these things are working? And it did, it became a little bit toxic for me. So the book really helped me in that aspect of like, Hey, this isn't the only part of you that's important. This isn't the only part of you that needs to be showcased or shown to the world. Like there are other things that are more important than just your body. So that was probably my biggest takeaway from the book and was the most beneficial. And they said, you know, many times in the book, like this information might make you angry. This information might trigger you. Like it might, you know, affect you, but sometimes that's what you need to hear, I guess. Um, cause there were certain things that I was just like, I don't know about that, but also like there were certain comments that they made that were, they were like, you shouldn't ever compliment someone else's outward appearance. And I was just kind of like, well, I don't think that's fair now. Granted, I know that there's people out there, like, I guess it's just 
our level of um, intelligence, honestly, because I would never, unless I knew that somebody was actively trying to lose weight, I would never look at someone and be like, oh my God, you look like you've lost 15 pounds. Like good for you because you don't, you don't know if they're sick. You don't know if it's become an unhealthy thing for them. I would never comment on somebody's weight. I personally would not, unless I knew that they were actively trying to lose weight or trying to gain muscle or whatever it may be. But if I see someone and I think that they look pretty that day, I'm not going to keep that compliment to myself. I'm not going to hold it back because I should be instead complimenting them on how smart they are. It is not my job to let them know that I think that they're smart. That part truly bothered me where they were like, you shouldn't ever compliment somebody on their outward appearance. Like why? I agree with that. And it wasn't just your outward appearance body. It was also like, we weren't supposed to say, oh, I love your eyelashes or I love your hair or where did you get your shirt? Like, I'm not going to stop wearing masks. Well, I'm not going to stop like, yes, I'm not going to stop like, yeah, piping people up. I'm not going to stop also wanting to wear mascara. There are things in the world that you can choose for yourself. You can choose the society's realm. You can choose what you want. Like some people wax their entire bodies because Mm -hmm. they hate hair because they want to do that. Mm -hmm. And then there are plenty of women out there who don't even shave their freaking armpits. Mm -hmm. For me, I... I don't want hair in my armpits because it doesn't make me feel good. Not because society says, right. You shouldn't, you should be shaving your armpits. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I feel that way because I'm supposed to shave my armpits, but either way, I'm still going to do the things that make me feel good. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to wash my hair with a shampoo and be like, guys, this shampoo is great because I really like this shampoo. There's still going to be, and I'm still going to be like, Katie, I love your dress. I love your lipstick. I love whatever the F. If I love something, I'm going to tell you that I love it. And if something else comes up, like, you know, you graduated from XY school, that's when you're like, congratulations. Like you're doing so well. You did Mm -hmm. such a great job. Mm -hmm. Am I supposed to be like, oh, you're so smart. The the problem with this book is that like, we all know how how sensitive social media is and that, and that everyone's responsible for your trigger warnings for your triggers. And that's what bothered me the most about this book is that I'm supposed to, and maybe this sounds selfish and that's fine. Uh, Let me be selfish. I don't care, but I'm supposed to not tell someone that I think that they're beautiful because they quite possibly might not think that they're beautiful and it might upset them. But also on the flip side of it, like, what if it's the exact compliment that they needed that day? Like, what if they were having a shitty body image day and somebody came up to them and was like, man, you are fucking rocking those jeans. Like your ass looks incredible. And then it hypes them up for like, I don't think that any single person, while you can still be sensitive, I don't think that any single person should be responsible for how you feel about what they say to you. It is your choice to react. If you are offended by what someone says to you, then you need to speak the fuck up about it. You need to tell them, hey, this makes me feel uncomfortable. Like they said in the book, they came up with all of these sentences to be like, hi, 
thanks so much for complimenting my shirt. I'm trying to find different ways to compliment my to compliment me as a human. Can we work on non-physical traits? Like if that's truly how you feel, great. But I think that you should be allowed to tell someone that they look pretty. I feel like you should be allowed to tell someone like, hey, you look really great. If you know that someone is actively trying to lose weight, you should be able to say, hey, you're kicking ass. Keep going. I felt like the book was very, I don't know, overly sensitive, maybe. I think the world is getting overly sensitive. I feel like you're not even allowed to have opinion about anything, because if you say how you feel about anything you will trigger someone and that's your fault well exactly like I said how I feel like I have to put a disclaimer on everything because someone is going to come at me and be like I'm 300 pounds and perfectly healthy congratulations that's great it yeah you have to put a disclaimer on everything I felt like again there were certain parts specifically chapter five the health and fitness journey that one like specifically really hit home to me because it specifically pertained to me. Everything else I felt was just very overly sensitive and that you should be able to celebrate other women. Should you do it in other ways other than celebrating their body? Sure. Celebrate their strength, celebrate their accomplishments. Absolutely. But if you think someone looks pretty that day, you should be allowed to tell them that. I agree. And like you said, there were also some really great things said in the book. Like, I feel like it's a really great book for, you know, young girls learning yes. about how, how, how the world is monetizing off of diet culture, weight loss, take this pill X, Y, Z. There were a lot of great points in the book. Um, another thing that I really liked is that because I've also been struggling with, you know, trying to lose weight and not really wanting to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And trying to find something else to measure my health besides my weight and my body size, I guess. Yeah. So like it could be, you know, running a race or I lifted heavier weights this week or, you know, whatever it is Mm -hmm. that we should be eating healthy and working out regardless of our weight for our own health. Agreed. Um, And then the other thing is the very end, there are definitely thoughts in my head that I have that when I lose weight, that's when I'm going to be successful Mm -hmm. in all areas of my life, Mm -hmm. which I know is not true because when I, even when I was at my youngest, I was still sad AF Mm -hmm. and I didn't know why, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when I lose weight, that's when I'm going to gain all this confidence to do X, Y, Z. When I lose weight, then I will be worthy of existing in this world. People will treat me with respect. Mm -hmm. Those kind of thoughts are the thoughts that I have that they brought up that Mm -hmm. are 1000% accurate Yep, and are definitely things that I need to work on. Yeah. Which makes me feel like a little bit like having that said to me was almost like a little bit like a sigh of like uh, a relief. Like Like validation. Like deep breath that I was like, okay, Kristen, we can work on our health and our fitness and getting strong and eating the foods that make our bodies feel good mm-hmm. um, and staying away from the foods that don't make us feel good. Like um, we've had a, some cookies here for the past, I don't know, three or four days. And I had one this morning with my coffee and my body was like, no, 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 this is gross now. Like 
and listening to your own body, mm-hmm. listening to how it feels, and then, you know, putting the coffee away and drinking more water um, and doing that. And then also realizing that we have internal work to do that is going to make us feel smart, worthy, capable, that it really does have nothing to do with our outside appearance. Correct. That was another little light bulb that went out for me, on for me, <laughs> out on. Um, it went on, it went on for me just to remind myself of that, mm-hmm. you know, because it is like I, I said last week, I think, you know, feeling like losing weight has been a full-time job for the past 10 years. And I am exhausted at, you know, beating myself up, restricting, then beating myself up for going off quote unquote plan when really it's let's wake up today and do all the good things for ourselves today. Mm -hmm. And then we'll wake up tomorrow and we will try again, the exact same thing every single day. And then to work, really work on the inner shit. Yeah. I need to find, I gotta do all the personal development. I gotta, we gotta figure out why I feel why all of these things are all based off of my weight. So I just purchased, I haven't started it yet, but I purchased a couple of courses and I also purchased a workbook. There is this therapist that is online on Instagram. I believe her Instagram is Hey Tiffany Rowe, but she uh, shares all about intuitive eating and mindful eating and body image and all of her courses this week are 50% off. So I did actually purchase a couple of those to work through them. And then I actually also purchased, there's another Instagrammer that I follow. Her Instagram handle is barely brave and her name's Mackenzie. And she talks all about how she has overcome impulsive eating and binge eating and really listens to her hunger cues and when, uh, when she wants to eat, when she doesn't want to eat. Um, and she recommended a workbook. It was on Amazon. And so I purchased that too. And I can't remember the exact name of it, but we can share it on our feed. But it's like the in, like the journal to work through impulsive eating and binge eating disorder, which I don't, I don't truly believe that I have binge eating, but I do have impulsive eating where I will go and I will grab things. But I'm not saying that I have never binged on food because I 100% have, but I'm not a binge eater in the sense that I do it constantly over and over and over again. I don't know what really classifies it, but anyway, I definitely have a relationship with disordered eating and that's really what the journal is about to help you heal throughout your disordered eating habits. And so I will be, that's my focus for the next couple of months is that I'm really going to work on these things within myself so that I am also able to help other people in the same way of doing it. So I think the biggest step is that we know the things that we need to change as per usual. Like we know the steps that we need to take and now it's actually taking action to do so. Like you posted today that it's time for you to stop standing in your own way. So what are you going to do? What is your action plan? I don't have an action plan except that like I'm just to take everything one day at a time and do everything one choice at a time and not look at the month of January and figure out when can I see friends and when can I not eat X, Y, Z, or when can I eat X, Y, Z? I don't really have a plan yet. I just know that I need to change and 
I don't know. Do you got any suggestions? You got any plan of actions? I think, well, I know that you don't necessarily want to look for another therapist right now, which is well, fine. Yeah. I but know maybe, that's something. But maybe look into the courses and see if they can help you at least come up with tools to help you work through the mental blocks that you have. That's all. Yeah. I could do that. Just a thought. That's my Thanks. plan. <laughs> Thanks. I'm just saying you, that was a little spur of the moment. I was like, I don't have any plans. I just like, I'm can't let, like, I can't let every feeling that I have detect, 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 depict. Fuck. I can't let every possibility of fear depict my life. Mm -hmm. I can't be scared about X, Y, Z until it actually happens. Yeah. I can't, I don't know. There are so many things <laughs> I should have wrote them all, written them all down. Uh, maybe next week, but I, I'm just tired of my own excuses mm -hmm. because as we all know, we are the only people that can change everything. Just us, nobody else. Yep. Just me. I'm the only person. Can I still go out to all of these events and still reach my health goals? Yes, because it's everything is a choice yep. of what I put in my body and what I consume and the thoughts that I think. And it's all me saying I can't lose weight because I'm going to that event. Mm -hmm. And because I'm going to that event, I need to shove seven pounds of nachos into my mouth. Fuck the nachos. God yeah, me. I had some nachos on Saturday. It was great. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I love nachos. Um, you know, it's all mindset. You can literally mm -hmm. go out to eat every single day in a choice what you're going to do. Amen. Maybe so the only, the only reason why I asked of what your plan was is because I feel as if that you are someone that needs a plan. I know. Because otherwise you kind of free ball it and then you're like back at square one again. So that's why I recommended the courses yeah. for something to you at least start like plan a to help you get some tools to work through the mental blocks that you are currently having. I also need to just, so I have a witching hour. My witching hour is 3 PM. It's when work is over and it's usually on a Friday, but it can also be a Saturday or Sunday. I really don't have any issues Monday through Thursday. Thank you, mm -hmm. baby Jesus. <laughs> but, or don't get me wrong. I mean, I've come home from work and like been like, oh, that was such a rough day. I need a drink. But there's just something about 3 p.m. where I'm like, okay, now what? And if I'm not going out to dinner or if I don't have some sort of, you know, cocktail extravaganza happening that evening, I feel like I have nothing fun. I have nothing mm -hmm. to look forward to. And then I get really sad and I get really moody. And, but then I know that if I were to, you know, eat food, that's not going to make me feel good the next day, I'm going to be upset with myself the next day yep. for eating, you know, whatever, whatever the food is, because the food gave me what, 10 minutes of pure joy. And then that was it. Then, yep. then my joy is over and then I'm sad again. Mm -hmm. So I need to find stuff like you and I were talking about stuff. That's just for you. And just for me, things that are happy, 
I, I don't know what they are yet. Um, Brianna gave me a puzzle. We, I know we've talked about puzzles, yeah. so I'm going to try to attempt a puzzle and see if maybe, you know, that'll help me. Um, I need a hobby. I need something. It's not going to be reading it's because that's just, maybe eventually it'll be, but right now, just the thought of sitting and reading. And I think working from home is also kind of giving me, it's not helping me on Fridays. Like I think going to work was great because then I would come home from work and then I would take off my work clothes and I would be Mm -hmm. able to get like comfy and relax for the rest of the evening as opposed to sitting here in my comfy clothes all day long. And then I'm just still sitting here after work. So I think I also need to find some things in my life that bring me joy that don't um, obviously coordinate with food or alcohol or any sort of destructive behavior. I, I completely understand. I think we did talk about this before that I don't, I also, that's why I shop. I don't have any other hobbies because that's what makes that's fun for me. Going out and buying new things is fun for me. And I think there's probably like scientific evidence that when you purchase something for yourself, it get, it does like it gives oh, you that yeah. it gives you that little hit of dopamine of like, hey, look at this new fun thing that you just got. So yeah, same. I have to find something that brings me joy and also find different ways to, like you said, measure my health, measure my um goals with that. I really want to be a runner. It just keeps on coming back to me of how I want to do this. And I keep on telling myself I can't because of my foot. Mm-hmm. And while it is an issue, I know that there are people out there that do it regardless. And I think I would just have to find someone to help me with it, whether I go see a physical therapist or I know that I definitely need to get like actually fitted for shoes again and all of that. But I do like, I want to be a runner and I want to be able to measure my health strength. and strength in other ways. But yes, same still need to find a hobby. I have no idea what it's going to be. It's also yeah. not going to be reading like reading, yeah. <laughs> reading physical books makes me want to fall asleep. Every yeah. time I try, I literally start dozing off. The only other thing that I could like, I kind of thought about is that I love like creating graphics and I love creating like that kind of stuff. And I know that like, you can create stuff and sell things on Etsy. So that might possibly, maybe we could actually use our cricket machine and like do things with it. That could be a hobby. Maybe we start it's doing that. How sh- <laughs> weird. Weird. <laughs> maybe, weird. On, maybe on Fridays, I drive to Katie's house with the cricket machine and we become creative and I think not maybe drink we, alcohol. I think maybe I coffee. come to, I think maybe I come to your house on Fridays because I don't have okay. room in my home for a cricket machine. And, uh, we can figure it out. But yeah, I think maybe we do that on Fridays is that I come to uh, your house and I find, and I, we create things. Grandma can watch or, or uncle Tommy can watch Jack yeah. and we'll, we're going to bust it out on Friday. We should record ourselves. <laughs> we should record ourselves trying to figure out our cricket machine. Every single person says that it's super easy to figure out. So I think that we just need to push past our fears of looking stupid and actually do it. Okay. We will. Okay, fine. But maybe that could be our new hobby. Yeah. I mean, creating is always good. You know how I like aesthetically pleasing things. 
Well, I keep on trying to look for Christmas shirts for myself and I'm just like, oh, I have a cricket machine. I could just do this myself. Oh, like with one, like with a saying or something on it. Yes. Yeah. Just need to do it ourselves. I have a can't. Oh my God, we're going to do this. I just got so excited. (laughs) We're excited now. We just have to figure it out. That's all. We will figure it out. out. Okay. So this is our wrap up of how we felt about more than a body. I think real quick, I think it's a great book. Yes. I think the the premise of the whole thing is great. I just, like I've already said, I'm still going to say you, you look beautiful and I'm still going to look in the mirror and I'm still going to want to know what kind of toothpaste you like. I, you know what I mean? Like those kind of things. I'm still going to wear mascara. I'm still going to do the things that make me feel good because it's not society putting pressure on me. It's because of how I want to feel. And you know what? I'm sure there is some sort of like deep rooted reason as to why I want to straighten my hair and why I want to lose weight. And that's fine. But also it just feels good to me. Like I think, yes, do the things that feel good to you. If you want to straighten your hair, do straighten your hair. If you want to go get XYZ Brazilian butt lift, I don't fucking know. Go do that. I just want women to feel empowered to do whatever the F they want, feel whatever they want. And if it's A, I don't want to look in a mirror for 30 days, then you go ahead and you do that. And if you over there want to go get Botox because that makes you feel good, then you go do that. Mm -hmm. Let's just cheer on other women for feeling good in their own bodies and work the inner shit on ourselves so that we aren't triggered by everybody else's happiness. Amen. 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 I literally have nothing else to say. Mic drop. Mic drop. Boom. (laughs) So that is our take on more than a body. We found some really good aspects of it and also got pissed off, but both agree that It could be extremely beneficial for younger girls to read, to help them work on their own body image and become somebody that at least recognizes all of the pressures that society has put on them. Because we do, I think all of us grown women know exactly what pressure society puts on us, but we also know that we have a choice of whether or not we let it affect our lives. Exactly. We We have the choice of whether or not we let a celebrity's success of what they look like or what their body image is, how it affects us as a human being, you letting somebody else's outward appearance determine what kind of human you are. That's on you. That's not anybody else's responsibility, but your own. Exactly. Exactly. That's all. That's all. That's all we got. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Yeah. So next week we will be taking a break for Thanksgiving. Oh, and I can't wait to eat all the stuffing. And I, I hope I don't get all sick. The stuffing. Yeah. I hope I don't we're, get sick. Well, we're not going to mix it with whiskey this time. And no, we'll we sure what, aren't. Well, nope. and we'll see what the difference is. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll report back every year. <laughs> Kristen, every year, Kristen's gotten sick on Thanksgiving and we're yeah. going to see if, la- if no alcohol makes any difference for it. Correct. So. Yes. But we will also be doing our turkey trot so stay tuned because we'll probably not be running and we'll be showing up on our instagram stories well i want to be a runner so we'll be showing up on our instagram stories we can try and run like a little bit see what oh happens. sure but like i've not been training for a oh, run same. 
I did so, one. Day, I did one day of couch to five k. So oh, like so I'm not ready. I, I'm ready. You're ready then, obviously. <laughs> but we can like try like a little bit. Maybe do some like interval running. We run for a minute and then we walk for five. Like gonna get, <laughs> we walk for fifteen. Right. <laughs> See how it goes, and yeah. then we'll get a bloody mary afterwards. Um, so yeah, so we hope that you guys all have a lovely holiday for those that celebrate, enjoy your favorite foods and then eat a vegetable the next day and just drink drink some some water water and make good decisions for yourself the next day. That is all you can do. Make good decisions for yourself every day because eating the stuffing at Thanksgiving is a good decision. Amen. Just not eating 30 pounds of it because that won't make you feel good. Oh, it'll make you feel good for about 10 minutes. <laughs> yep. And then you're like, fuck, what have I done? Okay. Temporary highs. Temporary, Temporary highs. highs. That's for sure. All right, guys. We hope that you guys have a lovely week and we will see you. I guess that's, is that December? We'll see you. Yeah. We'll see you in December. Holy shit. I know. Weird. Gross. Okay. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.